0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome back to Just Browsing, the Just Brackets Podcast. The Just Brackets, Brackets Podcast. Forgot
1: we we did a rebrand.
0: Where today our bracket is going to be aliens, and I don't know how we're going to make a bracket out of aliens, <laughs> but today we're going to talk about them extraterrestrial. Yes. Things,
1: people. We are going to talk about aliens. We're not doing a bracket, even we're though this is the Just doing Brackets a Podcast. Bracket. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'll be we'll we'll come up with more brackets in the future. You guys just got done with brackets listening to us if you've listened to the past few episodes. And uh so this is going to be a lot less structured this podcast. This is going to be an
0: out of the world podcast.
1: Good one. Good. One. <laughs> see what I did there? I did. I I saw it. I see we, I I seen what you did. I seen it. Um yeah, we're just going to talk about aliens. So we we figured that'd be a fun topic to just kind of ramble on and like I said this is going to be a lot a lot looser of a heavily structure.
0: opinionated.
1: Right. And just us, you know, this is with literally zero scientific background or research at all. We're just going to be pulling shit up as we talk about it. But I mean, like, what name a more fun conversation to talk about than aliens? I mean, brackets. if you're just going to sit around and just, what did you
0: say? Brackets. <laughs> brackets. <laughs> that is true. Brackets are really fun to talk about, depending on what's in the bracket. Or fantasy football, huh? Any takers? Okay, well, I waited until after a minute to say that, so hopefully we got them through the first minute. Right, there you go. Okay. Um, Yeah, so we're just going to kind
1: of ramble. If anyone's joining us after listening to the last few episodes, like I said, this is going to be a lot less structured. We we just finished up our best TV show of all time bracket. Um, We've been doing a lot of movie flashback podcasts recently and stuff like that. So it's been a while since we've done one of our, I think... A few of our random episodes have been, we've done one on the ocean, we did one on space, which kind of relates to what we're going to talk about today. We did, uh, what else did we talk about? We did a Christmas episode. Christmas episode. We did like another random one, I feel like, somewhere along the line, but I can't remember what we talked about. Probably about a bracket at some point. <laughs> well, we've done... We did an NBA GOAT episode. We did that one, yeah. So we've done like a few random ones. There was. There's one we're forgetting about, and I literally just had our... You know what? I have my iPhone sitting right here. Let me just look at the you list. know
0: what technology
1: because it's gonna bother me now if I don't know what this is um and so I'm gonna derail the entire start of this podcast to figure this out. Aren't you guys happy? Oh, we did an no. Iron Throne we did an entire Game of Thrones episode. Right, that's not the one I was Thrones. thinking about though.
0: We did a never mind <laughs>
1: <laughs> we did we a did Halloween a, one a Halloween maybe that one. was the one out yeah, but it, okay. w- that was Deep more, Blue, um, that's the ocean one. Yeah. Uh, space NBA greatest of all time. Yep, that was it. We we covered them. <laughs> I was thinking there was another one, but there's not apparently. So anyway, I know that was probably hor- horribly boring to listen to. Um this is going to be another random podcast episode. Although on this one, I will admit we have done admittedly far less research for this one than we did for We'll just say there's not going to be as many for the ocean one.
0: There's not going to be as many references to like Statistics because yeah it's aliens and I think we're both gonna try and stay a little bit away from always talking about like a movie in it. We're just gonna talk right, about like right, our opinions right, right, right. on aliens, yeah, and just the random shit that comes with it. You know, conspiracy theories if there's anything out there, and just things that we've we've read or known before in the past, or mm-hmm. just our own opinions. So I'm gonna start. Okay, start do us you off. believe aliens are real? Yes, I do. Me too. Now I've seen people pee out of their fingers.
1: Okay, that's strange. I think we should table that topic for a later discussion. Um, It's
0: it's a a movie, uh, you know, scary movie three, when the president pees out his finger like the aliens. Oh, see, you warned me about it, and I didn't even get the reference. I even told him. I know. He's not not a movie guru anymore. He's out.
1: I'm ashamed. Sorry, guys. Um, Yes, I believe aliens exist, and I will go into my rationale for that uh, right now. So I don't... I'm not willing to – I have a few things pulled up that I think for anyone who kind of follows this type of stuff, which I don't really follow it all that closely. I don't follow conspiracy-related stuff. I don't follow UFO stuff very closely. Not saying I don't want to. I would love to just be one of those kind of like random stoner guys to just like sit around in my house and smoke weed and look up a bunch of crazy conspiracy theories and be like, whoa, man. But I don't have time for that. So, I mean, I do find this stuff very interesting. I just don't do a ton of research on it. But I think for anyone who does follow this stuff relatively closely, there's been a lot of stuff in mainstream media over, I would say, the past year or two, especially during the pandemic where, like, most of the news has been dominated by pandemic stuff or politics stuff. And some of this stuff can kind of get released into the media and then just kind of get buried underneath all of this other information out there. But I think there's been a lot of crazy shit that, you know, really major reputable news outlets and even the Pentagon have said about UFOs that I think it is disingenuous of normal people to just discount those things as the tinfoil hat conspiracy people talking about aliens. Because when you have. The Pentagon coming out and saying shit and like Air Force pilots coming out and saying that they've seen things that they just can't explain. I feel like that deserves a a close look. Now, with all of that rambling aside, because I want to get to that more of the specific examples of that type of stuff that I was just referencing here in a little bit. All of that aside, I don't necessarily think that there are aliens that are here now or who have visited us recently. But if you're just talking about are there aliens in the universe, Zach, yes or no? My answer is unequivocally yes. Because... And I, and well, I will go into this in, here in a second too. The size of the cosmos is something that really the human mind can't even comprehend. And just to say... Unequivocally, that there are zero other forms of intelligent life anywhere in the entire universe, I think, is just ridiculous. Well, I mean, That's time and a, space
0: are endless, so yeah. like we're, we're never going to reach the end of space. Yeah, I just think,
1: Matt, for me, mathematically speaking, the probability that there is at least one other civilization of intelligent life that either exists right now, or used to exist, or maybe will exist, is probably not high, but it's there's a there's a percentage possibility I mean, that, that
0: is out there it's not zero it's there's, definitely not zero there's a hundred percent another living you know world out there i'll just say world because i have no idea but i do believe there are aliens on earth right now
1: okay see the, i'm not the, willing to go that far but the world population is what like six it's seven billion seven billion sure. it's, it's over seven billion i think yeah
0: so you've got a one in seven billion chance
1: of what they're just being, being, an, alien they're walking being an alien walking around. So what do you think then? Let's get into this. What do you think? Do they look like us? Have they figured out how to disguise themselves? Is it like like a Men in Black type situation where like they're they're walking
0: around in like human costumes to blend in and stuff. I would think. So I would think that they're maybe not like as Men in Blackish, you know, type thing, but I would I would say that they're far more advanced than the human race and so they yeah. they visit us and I I
1: would agree with that point just really quickly I think if there is an alien civilization that has visited us very recently or is currently living amongst us the odds of that civilization being more advanced than us is like 100% because if they are advanced enough to not only know we exist and then come here and visit us without us knowing and we have no idea they even exist that in and of itself means they are more advanced Oh, they're yeah. way ahead of us, <laughs> you well, know.
0: I just, I just have this like, that feeling that you're like, there's, there's something out there that, and the guy that's here on Earth or, or girl that's on Earth, the alien here is like, yo, these people hate each other enough that we don't have to come fight them. Like they're just gonna fight themselves to the death. So we're yeah. just gonna sit back and watch. You know they probably are like use us as reality TV. <laughs> They're like, what's uh, going on in Europe today? Right. How right. about Asia? Yeah. Let's go over to America. I'm what, like, Oh man, look what at what massive shit.
1: atrocity and shit show are they doing to themselves now? Right. You know. So
0: they use us I like. This is like a legit thought in my head. I'm like, no, nah, they probably think we're like reality TV I think to them. That, that just would be like funny to them. That
1: would be a relief because that would mean that they don't see us as an, enough of a threat to take us seriously and like take up arms against us. Which is good because if they did, they would totally fucking annihilate us. Because oh, yeah. if they're, like I said again, going back to what I just said a couple minutes ago, if they're technologically advanced to have been here and be living amongst us without us even knowing, that means all of their weaponry is way better than ours, and all of I mean, their all I mean, of their transportation, all of their knowledge, all of that's way like light years ahead of. Where like we
0: UFOs are. and things like that, the way they've been described make them so much more advanced than. Anything on Earth from way back in time. Mm-hmm. It's like they were having modern technology back in like the 40s and 50s when people were saying that they were seeing stuff. Mm-hmm. And back then, you know, like now there's so much shit in the sky. Back then, they weren't having commercial, you know, seven thirty sevens flying yeah. eight thousand flights a day. You know, it's there's there's aliens here and. <laughs>
1: So doing some fucked up shit. Okay, so you do think they're like living among us, or do you think they show up in their spaceships, dip down here for a little bit, see what's going on, and then fly back up to some?
0: Um, I don't know if I would say they're like living among us, but they might have like not like not like a base down here, but like a rotating, you know, shift. You could say that they're just kind of like they're monitoring what Earth is doing.
1: Kind of like human scientists who go into the jungle and study chimpanzees or whatever. Right. They send like a little probe in to be like, what's going on? Just record and observe.
0: Right. Like we're doing on Mars. We have a rover up there. Yeah. You know, they've got people down here that are kind of exploring. And I mean, it's like it can be a trippy thing to think about because, you know, like we said, time and space are infinite. There's literally no end. I mean, and if there is an end, then. There's a greater thing out there than space, yeah. which is even more of a terrifying thought. <laughs> it's more mind boggling, yeah. And <clears throat> if that's true, then like you can't sit there and go, We don't even we haven't even fully explored our own galaxy.
1: Yeah. Well, we've barely gotten off of our planet.
0: <laughs> I mean, although we do know more about the space than the ocean that yeah. is on our planet. Our planet, which
1: so, shameless plug we covered in our ocean podcast, right. the deep blue. Go deep check blue. that one out if you haven't listened to it. But <laughs> speaking of that, too, there could be aliens in the ocean. That is true. That was one of my, um, and you know, obviously, we said we were going to try and avoid movie talk, but it's inevitable. That that's one of the most fascinating things to me about you know the the plot of a movie like Pacific Rim where the aliens come from. That's more of like a different dimension or something, but it, right. it comes out of the ocean floor. And then, like in Transformers, I think in one of those movies, there was some. Transformer oh, robots that had crashed, landed on Earth and got sunk to the bottom of the ocean and have been like thousands of years. Megatron. Or whatever. Yeah. So it's like that's what made our discussion about the ocean so fascinating is since we can't really get down to the bottom and explore what's down there, anything could be down there.
0: Right. There, there could, be could be a whole city down there.
1: Yeah. There could be crashed alien spacecraft that's been sitting down there for millennia that we just don't know about because we don't have the access to get down there and check it out.
0: Right. (laughs) And and like part of my thinking too is, you know, I'm a believer in God. You know, I'm I'm a religious person. But I also sit here and I try and think. Everyone says that an asteroid killed the dinosaurs. If an asteroid that big could wipe out a planet of living species why why is there still a planet here you know well it
1: didn't destroy the entire planet
0: right but everyone worries about you know they say like an asteroid the size of you know not something that big would literally wipe out the earth yeah so i think and i go if it wiped out every single living thing where's this asteroid that hit the earth like where did it hit earth and it just got pulverized and why did it, but why did everything on Earth die?
1: Because it killed everything. Everything right. in the initial shockwave and all of so the So it and- was
0: an alien spaceship that crashed like <laughs> Oh that's where we're wiped going wiped out the dinosaurs. Okay. And then was like we need to make humans to ruin this planet. That's how that's what they're using us for. We're Earth harvesters. They put humans on planets, we ruin them, and then when we're done ruining it, we all die off and they just move on to the next.
1: So if the ship was strong enough and capable enough to wipe out every living organism on the planet, well, why I, wouldn't they just do that again? Why go through the trouble of planting humans to Because them?
0: we're reality TV to them.
1: Oh, so it's like a more long, drawn-out program, yeah, basically? yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is
0: a nice ABC special.
1: Yeah, they're like... This one's gonna Sunday go. Night. This is gonna go a few thousand years, and <laughs> this is your Sunday night, f- yeah, five to
0: nine, you know, <laughs> special yeah. every every week. Tune in and see what the humans are doing to fuck their planet up. I mean, hey, it's a funny thought to think about. Maybe we could yeah. start our own conspiracies here. All right, so we're gonna start this conspiracy <laughs> that the well, aliens on. wiped out. I want to ask
1: you something that has been brought up on the Joe Rogan podcast a couple of times, which to me seems entirely possible if we're talking about alien civilizations that are more advanced than us that have been monitoring Earth and human beings for some unknown amount of time. His, Joe Rogan's you know, little weird uh, I guess theory is that they really started to pay attention once we developed nuclear weaponry. Because then it was like, you know he compares it to you know, scientists and biologists and all that kind of stuff. They study Monkeys and chimpanzees and all this kind of stuff and they study their evolution and their intergroup you know mingling and all that kind of stuff and try and understand that species of animal better and if all of a sudden the scientists showed up into the jungle one day to do their observations and the chimpanzees had developed a 50 caliber sniper rifle they'd be like what the fuck. How'd they do that? Oh my god, this is insane. They have they have really powerful weaponry now. Like how do they go from sticks and fucking rocks to a incredibly powerful, you know, assault rifle? That's the equivalent of human beings developing nuclear weapons. They, They would be like, Hold the phone, hold the phone, call headquarters. These guys just made a real big jump from like regular ass guns shooting lead at each other to like now they can incinerate the entire planet. Well, and I they mean, have a lot of these things. Like, we need to really start keeping tabs on these dumb little monkeys down here. These little
0: hairless apes. I mean, think about it. Like, <laughs> back when they built the nuke, it was pretty much they were building a bomb to end all wars. Like, yeah. That was the idea yeah. of it. It's was, like the drop ultimate one weapon. and you're done. Yeah. And now it's like a race to see who can stockpile the most. And I'm like, okay, if we all start shooting, I mean, we're all dead anyways. Yeah, like, it's over. It's like we're going to legit kill our planet. So, I mean, yeah, I could agree with that, that... They're like, okay, they are becoming way more advanced. I yeah. would say they might have started watching earlier when they started th- seeing things leave our atmosphere. And True. And like, what the fuck is this thing? Oh, yeah, oh. as soon as something leaves the surface oh. and
1: goes to the moon, they're probably like, whoa, whoa, when did this happen? <laughs> like, we got to move a couple planets down. Yeah, let's, let's back up a little bit. Mo- move the observatory back just a few uh, We're going to leave Mars. We're going to go to Jupiter real <laughs> yeah, quick. Yeah, they seem to be expanding. They're
0: quick, whoa, whoa, whoa. they got a rover on Mars now. <laughs> What the hell is this big telescope taking pictures of? I, they could probably be altering which way the telescope looks, too. Imagine there's, like, a spaceship there that they're, like, oh, they're aiming at, you know, so-and-so civilization. They just, like, push it to the side. Like, ah.
1: They just scoot it. New it. It's or like, they move. got, like,
0: flashcards in front of it. They've, like, captured it, and then there's, like... Oh, yeah. Or
1: it's like in Mission Impossible when they always got to break into some place and, like, put a fake image over the security camera or something like that. They just put... It's just, like, some image of, like, the stars of just, like, vast space behind them, but really, like, it's just right in front of our little telescope, and everything else is, like, their alien spaceships passing by,
0: like, doing crazy shit. I mean, it could legit, like, like, I've thought about this with other movies and things, like, especially when you're a little kid. Like, when you're a little kid and you're watching Harry Potter, you're, you're sitting there and you check the mail every day, hoping to get your letter to Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah. Or you watch Star Wars, and we all imagine we have a lightsaber, and then we're, like, thinking, man, I need to get a lightsaber and become yeah. a Jedi. yeah. Or a Sith, you know, whatever you want to be. And I, I truly think, like, there could be worlds like this that are out there. Oh, yeah. Like, there, so, there could be a universe mm-hmm. in which a Harry Potter-type world exists, where there's yeah. witches and wizards and all sorts of different creatures that are among, like, a normal civili- Not, I don't want to say normal because, like, normal would be different everywhere else. But, right. like, a human civilization yeah. integrated with that. And they, like, live you know cohesively together yeah or there's a star wars world where it's just like the true like a whole galaxy that just you know lives together and and visits you know whatever they want to do but it's just like i've thought about that i'm like this could legit be real and that's also what's made me think about you know aliens could be real is like what if some of these people like I know it sounds really far-fetched, and a lot of these ideas we're saying tonight, people are going to be like, wow, these guys are really dumb. <laughs> but I, what if some of these people that created some of these movies, like, were abducted by aliens and saw this stuff in real life and then just put it out there? But they, they weren't like, you know, aliens are real, and this is the life experience of it, you know? Like, what if George Lucas, like, some of this shit that people come up with, I go, how did you get this idea? Like, it has to stem from something an experience, you you did some great drugs or something. So like how did George Lucas come up with such a big universe that like things aren't real? You okay. Know? Yeah. So
1: while you were talking I was looking up something that I wanted to touch on that you just kinda referenced and it's a it's something that really fascinates my attention and my imagination. But one quick thing before that. So <clears throat> you mentioned Star Wars, which obviously Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't listened to our <laughs> <laughs> best, franchise, best Movie Franchise Bracket podcast series. That was my favorite movie franchise of all time. I think to anyone who knows me, that's not a big surprise. But, you know, anyone who's seen Star Wars knows that every movie starts with the saying a long time ago in a galaxy far, far, far away. And I remember my brother Sam used to always just be like, that one line <clears throat> tripped me out. More than any line in any movie I've ever seen. Because when you think about it. When you're watching Star Wars. They have spaceships that travel at light speed. They have lightsabers. They have laser guns. Yeah. And you're like this all to to a human being living in on Earth in 2021. That all seems like it's not going to be around where we are. For maybe thousands of years if ever. So you're like this happened a long time ago. And you're, you're like trying to wrap your head around that. And it just it, it goes... I love how he put that at the beginning of those movies because it just, it starts to tickle your imagination in terms of thinking about how vast space really is because, and this is something I want to touch upon when I go into the Drake equation, which is something I don't know if I've mentioned to you before, but the idea that like there could have been a civilization, an alien civilization in the past that was sentient like us, an advanced sentient civilization that existed maybe millions of light years ago from us and came to prominence and then died out. And then before they could expand amongst the stars and go investigating and looking for other forms of life, their civilization died out. And we just have never known about it because we didn't come along until millions of years later. Or conversely, maybe the human civilization dies out and then millions of years from now, another you know, form of life and civilization arises on some other planet and we never were around at the same time or within the same proximity to interact. You know what I I mean? mean? And that's one of the most fascinating things to me about space is like, that entire Star Wars universe, like you were just saying, could have existed somewhere right. on the other side of our galaxy, and we just never have. Or known. in a galaxy far, far away. Exactly. There you go. And, and
0: we'll never. There's so in our many of them. We'll never be there. Yeah. We'll, we'll like, never know.
1: Not only have we not even really. I think we've sent probes to the very edge of our solar system, but that's it. That's as far as we've gone. Like and the, That's not even a man. The
0: Hubble Space Telescope can take pictures, and they, you know, they take pictures all the time. But I'm like. Yeah, the pictures are, like, phenomenal. Like, if if you're fascinated yeah. by space, kind of like I am, and you just love seeing the pictures, like, they're great. But it's, like, that is so far away. Like, they took a nice, beautiful HD picture. But what's in that picture, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. there's billions, if not, you know, right. quintillions or whatever's the yeah. biggest number out there of... Things in there that need to be like searched, yeah. to find something like that. And they're that.
1: they're all stars with their own orbiting planets, and any one of those planets right. could have life on them. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like we haven't even gotten out of our own solar system, let alone our own galaxy. If there was something on the other side of our own galaxy, we're not going to get there for thousands of years, Dude, if ever. There could be stuff and there's on like millions upon millions of there's billions actually of galaxies in. The universe. There's infinite number of. So it it would be like if your, you know, condo here that we're sitting in. It'd be like if the at the end of the hall was the edge of our galaxy, and you had never left your kitchen ever. And then like China is like another galaxy. Well, you would never fucking know. You have to get there by foot. Right. You have to get there by foot. You would never get to that other civilization. It would take you so long. It's like. I mean, that's probably even... I'm, I'm probably underselling it. It would be oh, like yeah. the moon is the next closest fucking civilization. It'd be like... To the moon. You're never going to get there until you die. Like, that's just not going to happen. Right. So, the idea that... You know, that's why I was saying, like, do I believe that there are aliens elsewhere in the universe? Yes. And, and at some point, considering the entire... If you just looked at the timeline of life, of everything.
0: Of existence.
1: Yeah. At some point, either before us or after us or right now, yes, there has been... Will be or is a, an alien civilization other than us? Because to say that there is not is just like ignoring it's like the probability not of wet. right, and it's or or it's being like it's like saying you know there's not a single wet grain of sand on any of the beaches on Earth. It's like that's ridiculous. Of course there are. Like they're right next to water, and there's fucking billions of <laughs> grains of sand. Like of course one of them is wet. Like that to me, that's how I think about it. So. Do I believe there's aliens that are like here right now on Earth interacting with us? And eh, maybe not, because the odds of that are so slim that
0: like one in seven it's billion,
1: probably not happening. Well, it's 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 more than that. It's more than that because well, it only takes one. And, well, I and, guess it
0: could be an animal.
1: And I guess this could be the next. I'm going to save the thing I was going to talk about for later. This could be the the segue into the Drake equation because. So I'll just I'll just start it. So. I took a class in college called A Search for Life in the Universe. One of the most fun classes. It was like one of those prerequisites that you could sign up for. Because, you know, everyone's got to take your histories and your math. and Yeah. you got to take a bunch of stuff that's not related to your major. Like, my major was finance. I don't know why I was in an astronomy class for A Search for Life in the Universe. But it was an elective, and I had to take something. And that sounded fascinating to me. And guess what? It was fascinating. So, I took two different... Uh, space-themed classes in college. And one was more of like a concrete science about the actual physical properties and makeup of the planets in our solar system, which is really interesting, but not as fascinating of literally the point of this class is studying searching for life in the universe, you know, and like the entire history of human beings studying this pursuit. And the one thing that always stuck with me, the one thing that I took away from that class that I will remember forever, that I remember to this day, is something called the Drake Equation. And our professor was telling us the Drake Equation is essentially an equation that scientists and astronomers have come up with to approximate the number of civilizations in our galaxy with which communication might be possible. So it, the, basically, the equation goes like this. N equals R times F times N times F. And then there's like all these little sub-things on there like F1, FI, Fc... Times L. So essentially, I'm going to walk you through what each of them are. And I'm sure anyone out there who knows math or uh, astronomy or anything like that or knows equations at all is just screaming into the microphone right now because I sounded like a fucking idiot just talking about that. But it's really cool. Like I'm not a mathematician. I'm not an astronomer. This is just a cool concept. Well, you should be one. Okay. So in that equation, it's basically, you know, on the left side of the equation, you have N. And that is. What you're trying to find out is the number of civilizations in our galaxy with which communication might be possible. So on the right side of the equation, you take R, which is the average rate of star formation in our galaxy. And then Fp is the fraction of those stars that have planets. Ne is the average number of planets that can potentially support life per star that has planets. Fl is the fraction of planets that could support life that actually develop life at some point. Fi is the fraction of planets with life that actually go on to develop intelligent life. Fc is the fraction of civilizations that develop a technology that releases detectable signs of their existence into space. And L represents the length of time for which such civilizations release detectable signals into space. So essentially what you can take away from this is If you wanted to find out what the number of, you know, out of the billions upon billions of stars that are in the universe. How many of those stars have planets on them that contain not only life, but intelligent life. And intelligent life that's been around long enough to develop technology to either send signals out into space. Or to leave their planet's surface and search out life elsewhere in the universe. So when I'm talking about the odds of... Aliens being here with us on Earth right now—that's what I'm talking about. Like n in that equation, if you factored in all of the numbers of what we can kind of estimate in terms of but how many stars there are in the galaxy, how can we estimate some of this stuff? Well, they have estimates. I mean, the the astronomers and scientists have estimates. I mean, but, but that's but really could, how all. Could,
0: how could you estimate? That's really or estimate, all You know, a planet that can support life. Like, well, they can.
1: They're able to measure certain things, like just you know. You'll see articles from time to time if you if you look up uh, space-related stuff, like stuff that NASA releases or whatever. Right. They'll have articles from time to time saying, like, NASA's located a potentially habitable planet, or a, an Earth-like planet is what they always like to coin it. And, like, what they've done is they've essentially spotted this thing, and they've run certain measurements and measured, like, light waves and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, I'm not a fucking scientist. I don't know exactly what they do. But they have measurements and tools they can take to where they go, okay, we have determined that this planet most likely has an atmosphere, which is, like, one of the key things you've got to be looking for because if it has no atmosphere, there's no oxygen, there's no water, which means there's no life. Because... All that we know about life that's developed in the universe is life that has developed on Earth because that's the only life that we've had so far. Right. So So that's the biggest plot hole in this whole thing. So what they they do is they go, okay, we're looking for other Earth-like signs of life on other planets. Does it have an atmosphere? Does it have water? That's one of the key things. And does it have oxygen? Those things are all – it's all like the building blocks of carbon-based life, which is what – exist on Earth today. So they can spot those things in the universe. Now, I don't know how far away they can spot these things, but they. the point being, to answer your question, they do have estimates that they can plug into this. But really, what the Drake equation is, like, there's not exact numbers that can get plugged into it, really. It's well, just... Right.
0: I can make up my own numbers. It, it's
1: it's a theoretical equation to say, like, all, all it's doing, and this is what I took away from it, is representing with a mathematical equation the probability that we actually will run into or communicate with another intelligent civilization of life and so what I'm saying is the odds are incredibly small because you have to start I like how it just weans everything down you start with like okay how many stars are there all right you have this number how many of those stars have planets okay you have this number how many of those stars have planets that could hold life. Okay, yeah. now you have this number. How many of those planets that could hold life actually have life? And how many of those planets that actually have life have intelligent life? And then you get down to, okay, have they been around long enough to build spacecraft or to even just develop television and radio and send out radio frequencies into space that will go, go just echo through space and eventually ping into some other civilization. So, the odds of that all happening at the same concurrent time in the universe as we are as human beings have reached our level of technological advancement are really small. <laughs> that's the part that like boggles my mind and what I like to think about. But with the way I you know conversely the way I think about that is okay, that's not ruling out that an, an advanced intelligent alien civilization did exist at one time or that might exist long after we are gone. So, sorry. That was the Drake equation. I'm done rambling. Go ahead. Give me your thoughts. So,
0: here's... I mean, I'm obviously not going to take anything away from it because, you know, like you've said, neither of us are scientists. This is all straight our own opinions. Spoiler alert, not physicists or scientists or astronomers. (laughs) Shocking. But the thing that, like would make me not think that this could, you know, obviously it can't be accurate because we can't truly measure all of this accurately. Yeah. But it's just estimates. The idea to think that every world out there and of course what I think this this is a pretty old equation, you know, it's got to be
1: it was developed in
0: 1961. Okay, apparently. so so yeah, we're 60 years into a uh, into the equation. But to me it's it's selfish to think that everything on earth has to be present for another civilization to live. That's a fair point. You know, it, so it's one of those things it's like okay that's great, but we're talking about, you know, an alien race which if we knew existed, we would I mean obviously we look for things, you know, the way the earth's atmosphere is, we look for life it's like the only this because thing it's we all know we know how to do. Yeah. But it's one of those things that goes <clears throat> There's things that people don't even know. Like, you know, I'm gonna go back to the ocean. There's species they find in the ocean every day that they're like, "How does this live down here?" We can't even explain how something lives on this own, like our own planet. Yeah. Let alone how would we know that there's not a being out there that, you know, sur- survives on everything that's toxic to humans. Right. You know, like
1: or that's completely non-carbon based. Like maybe they're right. just machines.
0: Right. So so it comes to to like a different point and it's like. You know, as far as the equation goes, you know, yeah, there's, okay, I get it. That's to help calculate what we could yeah. think would be, you know, humanly inhabited Earths or planets out there. Mm-hmm. But if we're going to talk about aliens, it becomes one of those things. It's like, we have no idea. I mean, if, if there truly is aliens and, you know, I'll go back to Star Wars and they could travel at light speed, the odds that somebody's been here already is, you know, astronomically better. That's because true. They could travel faster than we've seen stars being exploded because, you know, there was one of the Hubble telescopes things that I was reading a couple months ago. They're like, yeah, this is <clears> this <throat> is this star. We believe it, you know, died four and a half billion years ago and we're just now seeing this. And I'm like, yeah, this shit died four and a half billion years ago and we're just now seeing this. Yeah. <laughs> and it took light and that far, light that long to travel right. to so, us. So it's one of those things. It's like, if there's an, you know, advanced life out there, they they could have already been here and been gone. You know, they could well, have come and built maybe. the pyramids and then just I, I decided think, to
1: leave. I think I like where you're going. I just think if they will, if they could have done that, it would have had to have been some mode of transportation faster than light speed travel.
0: Well, but they don't have to be four and a half billion. Well, but what I'm saying know, is, even if away. they're, let's
1: say they're a hundred thousand light years away. away. That means if they traveled at the speed of light, it would take them a hundred thousand years to get here. So they're most likely, unless they just have infinitely long lifespans, which which is possible, I know. guess, they would have to have developed some sort of technological mode of transportation that's faster than the speed of light
0: which in order in order to
1: make the trip feasible. That would be how it's it's like the you know, and I'm sorry to pull another movie reference, but. That's like the concept of the movie Interstellar. That's the only right. reason they're able to get as far as they can is because they go through a wormhole that bends space-time and right. kind of just spits them out at this location without having to actually travel which, that distance. Which we know because there's... there's no way that human beings would be able to make that journey if they had to travel in a straight line to get there. You right. Know?
0: Which we know there's black holes.
1: So... Well, it's actually theorized. I think I don't. I don't know if we have any actual proof. Okay. Well, but Einstein theorized that we have.
0: That. Okay. Well, if yeah. Einstein said it. Let's just go. He, it. I think
1: he was right about a lot of shit. Yeah. So I think we could probably take his word for but,
0: it. But I mean, think about that. That could be an easy. You know, what if what if those are alien created? They're like they could be. Boom! We need to get there portal.
1: Yeah. And that's essentially what they are. You They're know, just portals. They yeah.
0: just connect space from yeah. two different you know farthest yeah. points, and there's like you.
1: So they don't have to worry about. So that right. would be an example of what I was just saying of. Faster than light speed travel. If you can just go from one point to another instantaneously, basically teleport, well, it, then you you eliminate the need of like having some sort of propulsion to travel to push you faster than the speed of light because you're just there. You're not gonna you're, you don't you don't have to go from here to the end of the street. You can step through a portal and you're at the end of the street
0: instantaneously. You know what I mean? Right. So the closest. <clears throat> I just want to say this: the closest star to Earth, if I'm reading this correctly is hundreds, thousands, millions, billions. I'd do the same thing. Forty trillion two hundred and eight billion kilometers away. That that's would, that's the nearest star that, you said? That's what yeah, it okay. says the nearest star, which Forty trillion kilometers. Yeah. let, let me see wow, if let me see if they've got, you know, a little bit of uh, conversions in there. Uh, it's slightly closer at four point two five light years. Okay. Would be the nearest star. Yeah. So for us to even investigate our closest star that could yeah. have planets around it, it would take us 4.25 light years.
1: If we traveled at the speed,
0: at, of, at the light, speed of light, it would take us get four there. and a quarter years yeah. just to get there.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is just mind-boggling. Because when you really start to think about that, you go, okay, light travels instantaneously to our eyes, essentially, here on Earth. You know, like, right. you flick on the light here in your kitchen, you can't the get light's done. immediately there. Like, right. it's not like it takes a few seconds to hit your eyeballs from when you flip it. Could you switch. imagine
0: you turn a switch on, though, and you can see, like, you the can rays see, of light yeah. like, slowly coming out. You're <laughs> yeah. like, come on, come on, <laughs> come on.
1: <laughs> so that means, with how fast that travels, that object is so far away that it would take that wave of light four and a half years... Yeah, to get there
0: like that but, is so fucking far away but i mean and that's
1: like really close considering how far away a lot of the other stuff that we've you know been able to view with our telescopes and right. stuff. how how far that's when well, i
0: don't know i'm not going to read too into it to see if there's planets around it or anything but i'm just saying in terms of i think about you know obviously this is an out of the world podcast so i try and think like in things that we don't know exist. Mm -hmm. I try and expand Mm -hmm. into that kind of realm to be like, what if? You know, there's a lot of what ifs when it comes to aliens. Yeah. You know, look they could truly travel faster than the speed of light. There could be a speed out there that we don't know about. I mean, we've broke the sound barrier. I don't know if in our lifetime we'll ever be able to travel at the speed of light. Yeah. And if we do, then Elon Musk probably had something to do with it. (laughs) Exactly. You know, but it's one of those things I go, you know, there's definitely, I think, life close to Earth. But it's easy to not find it because space is so vast. Yeah. Do you, you want know? to
1: really quickly hear the minimum estimates and the maximum estimates for the Drake equation that they theorized back well, I in I think I read one about
0: 100 million planets that could sustain life.
1: Yeah. So it said, and obviously, so this is Drake. It says Drake and his colleagues, they developed this equation back in 1961 and it says you know here are the answers assuming the minimum numbers and then the maximum possibility numbers in that equation so it says inserting the above minimum numbers into the equation gives a minimum n of 10 or of of 20 sorry so that would be 20 planets harboring intelligent life civilizations that's the that's the minimum estimate Inserting the maximum numbers gives a maximum value of 50 million. <laughs> so it could be as low as 20 planets or it could be as high as 50 million planets or anywhere there in between or probably anywhere on either side of that. Again, because I mean, these are just all estimates. This is right, just a, right, a theoretical, mathematical right. equation at an attempt to guess how many there could possibly be.
0: But then you have to multiply that by infinite because... Or infinity, because there's no... I mean, like I said, if there's an end in space, that's even more terrifying than... I'll get in a sub and go to the bottom of the ocean by myself tomorrow if we could find an end to space. Yeah. Because that means we're finding the end of existence. Think about that. Right. If you so find what's, the end what's of on space, what's on the outside yeah. of that? Is it more space, or do you just like open up and, like, you realized you've been living... Like, one of my favorite things about space, and this is going to completely change the topic real quick... Okay, good, because I have something else that's going to kind of completely change the topic, so... There was a, a picture of, like, all of the galaxies and then a picture of the brain and the way the nervous system is, like, linked and the yeah. way
1: it looks. Oh, yeah, I love
0: that, dude. And I sit there and I go, we could literally be inside another being right now. Like, we could... We could be, what if we are just the thoughts in a being? And then this, these are thoughts that I've had, you know, on multiple occasions where it's like, you know, obviously I think I'm still alive, but what if, what if we're both dead? Like, what if we don't know that we're dying? Like, this is heaven. Like, what if we're on heaven right now? Like, we don't know that we've already died. You know, it's one of those things that starts to like snowball into like, what if, what if, what if? Yeah. And so it's one of those like, what if we're truly inside another being and we're just like their thoughts you
1: know or like the um, the one that used to cook my brain when I was a kid was the end of one of the men in black movies where it keeps panning out and panning out and panning out and our entire universe is just like a marble and an alien is playing marbles and like picks up a bunch of other marbles and puts them in a little sack and I was just like Oh, my God. <laughs> that makes
0: my brain hurt to think about. Like I said, you know, I believe in God and everything. And, like, so I believe he created the universe and everything. But I sit there and I go, you know, what What if, like, God then is just a being, you know? And he's just like, yeah, we're doing this shit. So, so it's like one of those things I'm like, aliens. Aliens created everything. They built the pyramids. and a story. Like, they're just, they're everywhere. They created everything. We're probably aliens for all we know. Uh, (laughs) To the moon, here we come.
1: So, um, I wanted to touch on something that I think initially when I say this, it's going to make it sound like it's not related to aliens, but this definitely is related to aliens. Because what you were talking about a few minutes ago about how, you know, the Drake equation is considering everything we know about uh, mechanical physics and the known world and the known universe based on the laws of physics that we currently understand. And that equation is an estimate of okay, how many planets are out there that can possibly contain intelligent life that we might run into or communicate with at some point. Which is awesome. That's a great thought experiment. There but you were also saying, you know, what if aliens come from somewhere that's outside of our understanding of the current universe and the physics that we understand govern the the universe that we observe. So then comes the many worlds theory. And the many worlds theory is something that I kind of got interested in when I watched. There's this really great show called Devs that didn't make it into our bracket discussion. It's only one season long. And they might make more in the future. I don't know. But it's an FX show that was on Hulu that I watched really recently. And it was all about quantum computing. And quantum computing kind of goes hand in hand with quantum physics. And essentially, I'm probably going to butcher this. But as I understand it. Like I'm I'm constantly Googling stuff about this all the time. To try and wrap my head around it. But as I understand it, it's like the idea of at the subatomic level... Particles can exist in two places at once, basically. And without going into the details, because I don't really understand the details. Again, I'm not a physicist in any way. I don't understand this stuff really. I just think it's fascinating to think about. What they do is extrapolate out from that. And they go, okay, if a particle can simultaneously exist in two places at the same time. That means that, you know, if you think about what you're made up of, what this table's made up of, what the laptop is made up of, everything that you know around you is made up of particles and atoms. If at the molecular level, those things can exist in two places simultaneously, they they kind of extrapolate that out and say in every moment of every day, there becomes this moment where you make a decision or... The people who argue about free will versus determinism, right. that's a whole other com- conversation. Whatever it is makes the decision for you to either have coffee or not, to sleep in or not, to take a shit or not, whatever it is. Like at any moment of your day, there is simultaneously a world in which you did take that shit and one where you <laughs> didn't take that shit.
0: So you're so more or less like a parallel universe.
1: Yes. So that's the many worlds theory stems from quantum physics... And it's essentially proposing what I just described, which is like anything you could imagine, there is a parallel universe in which the opposite of whatever thing that exists right now exists in that universe. So, not only do we have to, for the sake of this discussion about aliens, consider are there aliens in our universe,
0: but in a parallel universe, but
1: are there aliens in parallel universes as well? So that opens up the thing to a whole other conversation, a whole other rabbit hole we could go down. Because there's all kinds of books and movies that have gone into like what happens if you go through some sort of a portal into another dimension, which would be like another right. you know, world according to the many worlds theory and it's like a dimension of pure evil and chaos and everything's just terrible or conversely there's one where everything's just amazing or there's one where all life in the universe is crabs or whatever you know what i mean like anything you could possibly imagine there's it's a that, world and out and there that opposite. that exists that that has that in it so there could be a world out there or a universe out there where magic exists and harry potter was a real person who lived right and fought voldemort and all that kind of stuff like Fucking that is voldemort. and going even deeper into that there's a world that exists where All of that exists, and then Voldemort won, and now it's just ruled by an evil fucking wizard, and he just murders everybody.
0: (laughs) So there's like... Infinite parallel universes. Infinite parallel
1: universes, yeah. And that's... To me, again, I I pulled up a bunch of stuff right here. I don't want to try and read through it because it's going to take too much time. And this is why I kind of wanted to do a little bit more research before we started talking, but it's more fun to just kind of ramble about it. (laughs) That is one of the most fascinating thought experiments for me because this is something... It's not like some woo-woo, like... Science fiction made up thing. Like there is like quantum physics and quantum computing is a real thing that's happening today in 2021 with humanity. Like that's something that really smart egghead people are studying right now. And they're saying, hey we are observing these things at the subatomic level that are behaving really weird. And this is them trying to explain that kind of stuff. Right. and then Like
0: in Interstellar with the books and the the sand falling. And And then
1: so philosophers and, and people like that who like to think about stuff like this really deeply then extrapolate upon these scientific findings and go, okay, well, if that's true, then what about this and what about that? So it's one of those things that's really trippy to think about. And like just... What the I, I won't talk too much about like the actual show devs, but like the whole plot thing in devs is quantum computing. And so what that happens is like they start at the most ti- at the tiniest level and they, they go like one atom and then they're able to like the computer, some computer that has like infinite sort of computing power more right. than like any other computer in the entire world because quantum computers are like the next leap in right. computing, I guess. Again, I don't know literally anything about it. They're just really cool to learn about. Um, these things can start with like a particle. And then if they can measure the particle next to that particle, they can measure the particle next to that particle. And they just kind of keep going and keep going and keep going. And pretty soon they've got this iPhone charging cube, right? All, all of the particles and atoms that make up this iPhone charging cube. And then they go, okay let's keep going and then they can figure out all the particles that make up the table that the cube is sitting on and then the room that the table is sitting in that the cube is sitting on and pretty soon they go out and they have an entire picture of at the present time what the world looks like at a subatomic level and they can go backwards in time because if you can get to one particle that exists right now you can get to the particle that existed previously and all this kind of crazy shit and then they can go into the future as well. So it gets insane. Well, the, it's you, you it's bring a never-ending discussion. Yeah, you bring in the many worlds theory. You bring in like the ability to know the future or at least estimate the future based on if this quantum computer can tell you, based on all of my calculations of possible futures for this scenario, here's the most likely to happen or whatever. You know what I mean? And then you can make guesses upon that and make... Bets in the stock market or sporting events or whatever, you know? Like imagine if you had access to a quantum computer that could estimate possible futures and outcomes and come up with the most probable, likely outcome of the Colorado Rockies and Dodgers game that happened today on opening day. The Rockies day. would still never win the World Series. <laughs> Yeah. And you could place bets on DraftKings accordingly. And most of the time or almost all of the time it worked out. You'd be the richest person in the world if you knew. I mean, it's not necessarily well, knowing but, the future. But that
0: opens up a whole different like loophole because that's like you know the winning Powerball numbers more or less. So then you change the course of history. Well, so then th- th- yeah, That becomes time travel. All exactly. Of a Which,
1: by the way, let's not get too much into that because I want to do an entire time travel episode because I think time travel is fucking fascinating. But um, yeah, so we'll we'll jot that one down for a future episode. But um, Yeah, and then the idea becomes – so that's where the discussion of free will versus determinism comes in because let's say if a computer, a quantum computer, based on all of its vast data and information can predict what you're going to do every day before you do it and then it ends up becoming true, then that begs the question – are you actually making the decisions for yourself, or are there some sort of external forces making decisions for you? And it just feels like you
0: have free will. Well, right, because then, it, well, then that goes into religion and. Then right. Then exactly. Goes, so, know.
1: we won't. We I don't. We don't have to get too far into the whole quantum physics and, and many worlds theory. But I
0: just thought it. We, kinda, we'd probably do a whole different discussion yeah, on
1: that I, one. In fact, I'm writing it down. We're, we're tabling that for another. Because podcast we've gone as far well. from aliens. to I, thinking I w- that oh yeah, yeah they could exist in some other universe. So anyway. That was my point, that aliens could exist in a parallel dimension from us based on the many-worlds theory. Sorry for the long tangent. We will save that for another podcast. And I will do much more research and come prepared with a lot more shit to talk well, about. Well, yeah,
0: this. that one we'll have to research. Whereas aliens, we don't have to research because we've never found them. So you can't research them. Yeah. But I guess I researched this guy named Brian. He was an alien from the planet Terabithia. He flew in on his UFO. <laughs> so real quick too in fact maybe i well i'm probably
1: not going to be able to read this before we do that episode but um
0: i mean we don't have to do it tomorrow we can do it on saturday
1: (laughs) okay so i'm going to become an expert in uh quantum Quantum physics physics. between now (laughs) and saturday no there's this i wanted to say there's this book i have queued up that is written by a guy named sean carroll and he was on the joe rogan podcast and he's a He's some sort of a physicist. I think he's a... I forget exactly what classification... Like a... a,
0: Astrophysicist. Astrophysicist,
1: maybe, I guess is what he is. And he has this book that he wrote called Something Deeply Hidden, Quantum Worlds and the Emergence of Space-Time. And I'm definitely going to get that, read that at some point. I'll probably understand maybe 10% of it, but it's going to be a really interesting read. So (laughs) I was going to say probably some really good research I could do before we talk about that podcast would be to read that book. But then... There's no way I'm reading that before we do that podcast. But anyway, I will there's do... There's no way
0: you're retaining the information. No,
1: there's no way I'm retaining the information. So I'm going to be like... We're going to sit down and turn the mics on and be like, Matt, I learned so much shit about quantum physics. And are be be like, like, okay, well. you'll tell be like, me. And I'll be like, I, I don't remember. <laughs> there was just too much shit to remember. <laughs> I wrote down some notes and I lost my notes. I have no idea. But
0: my brain is still mind boggling
1: <laughs> So anyway, I think that's... Another, you know, aliens is a really fun topic. Many worlds is a really fun topic. I mean,
0: the thing with aliens in different worlds or like many worlds is you could literally talk about them forever because there's no truth or there's no like there's no proof. There's no proof. Yeah. So so there's infinite responses we can have. Yeah, there's nothing.
1: There's nothing tangible like, about it. It's just a, a thought experiment that can just run like uh
0: starship troopers. What if aliens mm-hmm. are just bugs on different planets? Exactly. Yeah. Or. uh why can't I think of that? With the little thing that that guy woke up in space from Mars, the Taya Hayes. Oh, the, life, life, life. Yeah, like, yeah, I couldn't even think of it. But like, what if, like, that's you know, an alien species. We're never gonna find that. Yeah, but there could be existing right now on the moon, exactly, or on yeah. Mars, or on, or on
1: some other version of our moon in a different universe. Right. You know, like that's that's what that or like an theory, alien yeah.
0: spacecraft crashed on the dark side of the moon with a bunch of mechanical beings in there Bro. that can transform and do... <laughs> Dude. Okay, for anyone, who, for anyone who
1: doesn't know, Matt's describing the plot of Transformers Dark of the Moon, which is straight fire. You should go watch it if you haven't seen it. Dude, immediately in that movie, when they started pulling in the whole, like, this is why we haven't been back to the moon. There's Transformers right. on the other side of the moon. Well, then think about I it. Was we like, haven't been back to the moon. Inject this straight into my veins. I want all of it. The conspiracy... The aliens,
0: all of it. Well, I want to know the history, the way they the government okay. cover ups. I know we said we didn't want to talk too much about <laughs> movies, but Transformers is one of my favorite. Like Dude, those three so movies awesome. are some of my favorite. Yeah, but it, when it, like you're talking about it, started bringing up the thing. There was a space race between mm-hmm. Russia and the United States, so they played the movie off of something hit the moon, and the, the whole yeah. space race was to see who could get to the moon and right. figure out what it was. Mm-hmm. And that, then we, we all, get to the moon, and it's like, oh shit! There's a fucking alien yeah. spacecraft here.
1: That's like um, the the old saying, you know, like the best lies have a hint of truth in them. Like right. the, I think some of the best storytelling has just it's built on real shit. You know, like that right. movie. Obviously, there aren't transformers and shit on the other side of the moon that we don't know about.
0: But hang on, hang are on. you sure? <laughs>
1: But there was a space race and the U.S. did win that space race and land on the moon. That all did happen. So, like, for a creator of fiction, it's a perfect jumping off point to go, okay, we went to the moon in the 50s. Why have we not been back? I'm writing the third (laughs) – Warner Brothers has paid me to write the script for the third Transformers movie. Let me come up with some cool twist on the space race involving – uh, what are the fucking things that Megatron's a member of? The Decepticons. Decepticons. The Decepticons being on the other side of the moon and all this kind of shit.
0: What a great so fucking idea! Russia technically beat us to the moon. They landed a, I don't know what the Luna Two is. In oh, a 1959, rover. They landed. Was it a moon.
1: rover? Or did it something that have, have it could
0: have just been a rocket that they landed or crash right. landed? They're yeah. like, Yeah, yeah,
1: like that counts. Count so it. We were at the
0: moon, we count mean. it, put one on the board. for Because then 10 years later, for we mothered us, put Russia. a man on the moon.
1: I, I was gonna say, I think we won the space race of putting the first human being on the moon, right? In terms of like boots on the ground, like you like to say when you're talking, about, <laughs> when you're talking about World War II, boots on the ground, on the moon, US won. Yeah, that's uh. Have you... God, okay, I'm not even going to go there because I'm going to start talking about movies again. Um, If you want to talk about something more concrete, I want to read you this brief article that I just pulled up. Because, again, what I was saying at the top of the podcast about... For people who follow UFO stuff a lot more closely than I do, they will be familiar with this. But I don't know if a lot of people have heard about this or read about this. Because, like I said, during the past year, obviously, we've all been through... A really crazy time period with a lot of shit happening, and the news has been has been just filled to the brim with more than you want to read about COVID and politics and all kinds of other shit, natural disasters, all kinds of stuff. So it's very easy for random news stories about UFOs to just kind of slip in there without much conversation.
0: Right, about but it. like yeah, UFOs exist. We've got yeah a lot of them. Yeah. Area fifty one's real, right. It's- UFOs. Now back to COVID-19. And
1: everyone's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Go back to that one thing and you and said. Everyone's just like, oh
0: my god, COVID-19. <laughs> we got to stay inside, guys. There's UFOs outside, but we don't know about them.
1: <laughs> so, uh, this report's not long, or this uh, article's not long. Just let me read this to you real quick, because this kind of ties in with um, these reports that have come out over the past year of these military Air Force pilots that have caught stuff on camera of them flying around in, like, fighter jets that their other flying craft that they cannot explain how they move as fast or in the way that they right. do. Which is super trippy to think about. I mean, say what you will. Not be- a drone. Believe what you will about UFOs and aliens being here. The fact that high-ranking members of the military are not afraid to come out and say, I saw something that I cannot explain and that we do not have the technology for, deserves a second look is all I'm saying. So, yeah, okay, I'll just read this really quick. A report that could be released as early as June. So this this came out like a few days ago. This is a, a very recent article. A report that could be released as early as June could detail, quote, difficult to explain UFO sightings, a top Pentagon official says. During a Friday interview with Fox News, John Ratcliffe, the top intelligence official under former President Donald Trump, explained that the forthcoming report will outline a lot more sightings than have been made out to the public, quote, unquote. Some of these or some of those have been declassified," Ratcliffe said during the interview. In April 2020, again, this is what I was talking about—like shit getting released during the pandemic that not a lot of people paid attention to. The Pentagon officially released three short videos showing unidentified aerial phenomena. So they're avoiding calling it UFO, basically, but it's it's another name for UFO. This came months after the U.S. Navy acknowledged that those videos appearing to show UFOs flying through the air are legitimate. Quote, when we're talking about sightings, we're talking about objects that have been seen by Navy or Air Force pilots that have been picked up by satellite imagery that frankly engage in actions that are difficult to explain, Ratcliffe said. Movements that are hard to replicate that we don't have the technology for or traveling speeds that, you know, that exceed the sound barrier without a sonic boom. Radcliffe says they wanted to declassify the report during his time, but they were unable to get all of the information ready. We always look for an explanation, he explains about the sightings. Weather can cause disturbances, visual disturbances. Sometimes we wonder whether or not our adversaries have technologies that are a little bit further down the road than we thought or that we realized. But there are instances where we don't have good explanations for some of the things that we've seen. According to Ratcliffe, the sightings have been seen all around the world, with most being detected by more than just a pilot or one individual. The Pentagon report is expected to be released in June. And then they have a link showing some of these videos that have been released by the Pentagon that have been verified by the Navy as being legitimate, that are videos from like the cockpit of these fighter jets that these guys are flying around, showing aircraft that are moving in ways that they simply cannot explain.
0: So, thoughts. <laughs> I mean, that's why I think there's aliens among us. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's like I'm saying I'm
1: I'm not willing to go that far, but I see this type of stuff and I go I'm willing to take a second look at that. I'm open-minded enough to be like, all right, if if we don't know what that is, then why can't... Why, why can you say with 100% certainty, oh, that's not a UFO? I mean, like, the
0: thing is, there's there's indisputable evidence that aliens don't exist. But then there's indisputable evidence that aliens do exist. So it's just an... You, you know, it's an... You can't determine if they exist or if they don't exist. Here, here's a question for you. What do you think...
1: Is going to have to come forth. What evidence is going to have to come forth that will 100% convince mankind that aliens are real?
0: A legit being. Yeah, like, like a body of like a, of a, a, a body of an alien,
1: non-human life form.
0: Yeah, I mean, a UFO would be a start, but at the same time, I would sit there and go, "Fly it and show me the technology." You know, and oh, we can't fly it. We can't start it. And I'd be like, okay, so you fabricated that shit in your garage. <laughs> Show me what's so advanced about this thing that would make it an alien spacecraft. So,
1: um, because, all
0: right. So, one of the things I wanted to mention was, again,
1: you know, I talk about the fucking Joe Rogan podcast all the time. But it's an awesome podcast. And I listen to Maybe it Maybe he'll shout us out <laughs> um, He had this guy on named Bob Lazar. I don't know if you ever listened oh, to that or yeah, if, you, heard or if you've heard of the guy. Yeah. He's got a documentary on Netflix that I still want to check out, but like his, I won't go too much into the details of his thing, but like his and many other stories from a lot of other people throughout the last, I don't know, 100, 200 years, however fucking long, have a lot of stories and not really concrete evidence, but circumstantial evidence that are swearing up and down that they have been around or seen alien technology or life forms that are not human. So the only thing that's stopping the mass public from believing that aliens exist, like you said, is the absence of concrete evidence of like a UFO crashing into a building in the middle of New York City and like an alien body falling out and landing on the sidewalk.
0: Right. <laughs> and, and people and, taking pictures and of people. it. Well, but see, there's the thing too. Technology on Earth is advanced enough where even pictures and videos to me, I can't they believe. They can be fabricated. Yeah. Right.
1: Because that's definitely true. Right? I would
0: have, like, for me to fully believe it, I would have to see a the aliens' body, but I would also have to see them moving. And then once they're moving, like I said, I believe in aliens, but for me to, like, give you that, like like, okay, yeah, there's... Hundred percent chance they're here. I would have to be present when they cut the alien open, and to see things working. Yeah. Instead of like you cut something open and it's just like pork or something that like <laughs> it's a dummy that they right someone or constructed. constructed. Yeah. Catching one alive would be our best bet. Then again, they're aliens. Who, so who the odds knows? of that happening are yeah probably. Knowing knowing our happen. luck as the human race, we'd catch an alien alive, and it'd be like. A prince or a king, you know, in the alien universe that was just on a, you know, a joyride a and like joyride, spun ride. out yeah. in space and crashed into Earth. And we were like, hey, you can't do that. And then all of a sudden we'd have aliens coming in, like, the, ro- hey. the alien
1: royal family's like, give us our prince back or we're going to obliterate your planet.
0: Right. And we're sitting there going, we have nukes. And they're going, they're like, and they just cut the Earth in half with a laser. And yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, here he is. Thank like, <laughs> you fix but no i mean like that goes to my my question i was going to ask you do you think area 51 obviously it's a military base Mm -hmm. do you think it just uses its hype to make it seem like it's some top secret military base i mean i know there's a lot of like craters out there where they've tested you know weapons and stuff so it's obviously like a there's a big range of that area that you're not supposed to go around, for good reason. I mean, it's a military base. You shouldn't try and walk on it anyways. Like, when everyone said Storm Area 51, I go, you're kind of dumb. Like, it's a military base. They Mm -hmm. will open fire. But do you think they just use the hype of Area 51 and, like, this myth of Area 51 being the home of some sort of proof that aliens exist? You know, like in Independence Day where they've been housing a ufo and studying its technology. Yeah. Or do you think area 51 truly is like there's something there that shouldn't be there? I think I mean, if I'm
1: if I'm using my like imaginative side of the brain and my silver lining side of the brain, I would answer and say I think area 51 actually contains either alien spaceships or alien remains or whatever. And they've been keeping it closed off from the public for however many years that Area right. 51 has been around. Or maybe it's not in Area 51. That's the, the front and there's a different one somewhere that has the real shit. Whatever. I would... Part of me wants that to be true. But then the more rational part of my brain is like, it's probably more like most conspiracy theories out there in which... Yes, it could be possible, but in order for it to be possible and for it to be covered up for this long, involves thousands of people to all be in on it and not tell a single soul outside of the government right. apparatus, which, if you know anything about human beings, is just highly irregular and very low probability of success when you
0: tell. I mean, it'd have to be like single people. That don't have any living relatives, that right. didn't have friends, and they were like, right. you were going to live on Area 51 the rest of your life. And you're never allowed to and leave never and allowed go to leave. communicate if with if anyone else. If you do else, leave, yeah. we track you. Yeah. You know, we listen to everything you say. Yeah. And if you say this, we hit this one button and your watch injects you with cyanide and you right. die on the spot. Because
1: he- here's, here's the thing. So continuing on that same train of thought, my rational brain tells me. If they really did have alien spacecraft or alien remains and they were allowing scientists to come in and study this type of stuff and then go back out into the world, if their whole point was to keep that information hidden from the public, like you said, those scientists and these reg- these random people who are non-government employees would never be allowed to go back out and just live life. Not without
0: being like heavily tracked.
1: Not without being heavily tracked and censored. They wouldn't be allowing a guy like Bob Lazar to just go on the Joe Rogan podcast and speak to millions of people and say, I worked in Area 51. Here's what I saw. Here's what I worked on. I saw aircraft that was not of this world, that was more technologically advanced than anything we have. They wouldn't just be allowing that to happen if it was 100% true. Or... They're playing games and they're assuming that everyone's going to just hear Bob Lazar's story and think he's crazy. And they're going to react like I'm reacting now and go, eh, I want that to be true, but I'm rational and I'm a regular person who works and pays my taxes and that's not possible, so he must be a crazy person. Maybe the government's just counting on everyone, hearing the guy who knows the info, shouting at everyone, going, here's the info, and everyone going, "Ah, you're full of shit. Right. Maybe they're just counting I mean, on that to happen, and that's their play, which is also possible.
0: My biggest thing with it all would be – like, Hollywood has definitely blown it up to, no, for to, sure. to be Area 51, home of aliens. Like, you know, Hollywood makes it out that there is aliens there, and, you know, that's why it's such a heavily guarded base in the middle of nowhere. But I sit there and I go, yeah, but to your point – You know, some people do that. They're like, yeah, here, they give you all the information you need just so you don't believe it. Right. Like, they're like, and then when the truth was to come out and it's the exact same, like, verbatim, you're like, well, wait a second. You already told me this. And they're like. Because
1: it it would kind of be the equivalent of, like, say you were camping somewhere in the woods and you got up to piss in the middle of the night and you saw a witch performing actual magic.
0: I'm packing up my truck and leaving. And,
1: like, doing something. And then you came out from that camping trip and you told everyone you knew, I've seen a witch and she was doing magic. It's real. Everyone would be like, get the fuck out of here, Matt. Like, you sound insane. Did you do a bunch of mushrooms in the woods and see some weird shit? But to you, you know it's 100% real. But no one's going to believe it because no one saw it. Maybe that's the government's play. You know, they're just going, go ahead. Go tell everyone that we have an alien spacecraft in here. No one's going
0: to fucking believe you. No one's going to be able to see it anyway. And if anyone
1: does believe you, no one's going to be able to find the proof because we're not letting anyone else in here. So, good luck.
0: I mean, so that that could be one thing too, though, is like if you do work there and you do live on the base, they could be like, tell whoever you want. Yeah. Because, you know, when you come in and when you leave... Not when you come in here, nothing's allowed on you. We right. search you before you enter. It's not you like enter. you're going to be able to secretly we record some you information after you or take something out of here. Right? There, there's no internet on the inside, or yeah. like there's such heavily restrictions that yeah. you can't even. There's send. no cell phone access. We right. don't even
1: allow you a cell phone while you're working so, on it. So they're.
0: I mean, they could be like, "Yeah, go tell him." I mean, yeah. people are going to think you're crazy. Besides the right. people that know you, and then even then, people are going to be like, "Well, he works there," and it's like, "Yeah, but that's cool. Like he works there. Sick. Right. Has he seen an alien?" Yeah. show me proof and like well he doesn't have proof. It's like all right, well then your okay. argument becomes useless. Yeah. But it's I mean it's it's fascinating to me to think you know I've seen videos of people trying to get close to Area 51 like through the mountains or like the hills and shit and there's like patrol cars that just come kind of whipping up on them on dirt trails and uh-huh. but, like no you got to go like turn, around. turn turn around now. Yeah. Like now. <laughs> and it's one of those things like it's a military base, so I understand that. I've been yeah. in the Air Force Academy, you know, in track, just in person and everything. When we went there for track, we all had to get out. They had yeah. dog, you know, it's the Air Force Academy. Yeah. I it's, mean, the military's a military is not military base. They're not just letting people just walk up and look
1: around. Yeah. Right.
0: And so it's one of those I like, go, okay, that's protocol in my opinion. But it's also one of those things it's like. This base is so heavily guarded, it's different than some other bases. There's
1: something there that they clearly want no one from the outside.
0: Right. And it's either weapons that we've been developing or it's weapons that something else developed that we're trying to harness and learn how to build that technology.
1: Do you ever think about this? Do you ever think about if... We did have UFOs that crash landed or whatever, or we somehow captured uh, an alien a long time ago, or we got a hold of an alien body of a deceased alien. Why all the secrecy? Why not just tell, why not just announce to the world the United States has access to an unidentified flying aircraft from an alien civilization and we are studying its technology?
0: I would say, I mean, I don't want to get political here. Is it just
1: keeping it from other competing powers like China and Russia? Well,
0: I wouldn't necessarily say it's keep... I mean, what are they going to do? Are they going to try and invade the country to get this They'd probably try and get spies in
1: there, I would imagine.
0: Right. But at the same time, you know, besides maybe the weapons, what's useful to them? They'd be like, oh, shit, they do have an alien. And, you know, China and Russia could be like, that's cool. What are they going to fucking do with it? Like, oh, it's dead. It's like in formaldehyde.
1: Well, here's, here's what they could do with it. Here's a couple of possibilities. What if whatever alien technology we have access to. See, this is where the global politics comes into play. If we have access to alien technology that allows us to leap, go go forward leaps and bounds ahead of every other country in, in terms of creating artificial intelligence due to the level of technology and access that we have access to that they don't, then it becomes imperative for the other countries to then prevent us from... Using that technology, or they need to get a piece of that technology themselves to then develop their own AI, well, right so that so, the United States doesn't become just this unbeatable global dominant superpower. With so if we had a gun, no one else had though. access to. And the same thing goes for weaponry. Right. Or if we were somehow able to harvest some of the biological tissue from an alien and then cure a bunch of diseases, or make people immortal, or bulletproof, or whatever. Like I know, I'm coming up with a bunch of like sci-fi scenarios. Well, right. but, like I mean it's aliens. Anything's it's fucking possible, you know, if you have aliens. So I mean,
0: I think like a big thing with it would be like going back to what I was initially saying. I don't want to be political or anything, but a lot of it, if if there was a real like alien that they're like, hey, look, would be the panic, you know? They, yeah, like, they like, probably coming don't out with the coronavirus and everything, like you know, everyone said you know that President Trump at the time didn't. You know, he didn't let the world or like the U.S. know. And it's like one of those things is like, well, you don't want mass panic. We saw mass panic when we were all notified of it, anyways. Toilet paper was gone. Yeah, Cleaning materials were to the grocery gone. Stores, yeah. Food wasn't as gone as the <laughs> as toilet you, as paper or yeah. the tissues and everything. Like you saw the panic in the country by a. And that's all over a virus. By a virus that. You know, like I said, don't want to be political. Is not you know the mortality rate of that's pretty much comparable to the flu. You release evidence that there's a fucking alien. The panic could be a little bit more. Yeah. It could be like someone could twist it, especially with the way media is these days. Alien captured and like wait, a live alien was captured. And like well, it was captured back in 1950. Nothing since has happened. Yeah, but alien captured, you know. Could this be the start of you know an intergalactic war? Yeah, and you say intergalactic war or, whatever, or you yeah. say war in any of the sentence with an alien. Mass panic.
1: I just don't know. So I'm not disagreeing with you that that would be the reaction because I think human beings are just very tribal in nature and very prone to panic and easily in situations like that. But I just don't know what the reason would be to panic. Like why
0: are we freaking out? Because we're humans, dude. We what, freak what's out about we like, freak like, out about everything.
1: Unless it's like an armada of spacecraft floating above the earth saying like transmitting messages to all of our devices saying we're going to blow you up in the next twenty four hours. If it's just a body of an alien that we found fifty years ago, what what would be the reasoning to panic?
0: Well, like I, I, say, mean, I understand the media skewing
1: I understand the, the info. The, the existential crisis that a lot of people would encounter if they if they were confronted with absolute proof that life existed elsewhere in the universe. I understand that. But like there's no reason that we need to just Fucking lose our minds and shut down society just because we found evidence of life that came from somewhere other than Earth. You know what I mean?
0: Right. But like again, I don't want to be political. But maybe I'm I'm
1: giving I'm giving human beings a lot more credit. I think we just freak out for no fucking reason. Well,
0: times again, and I don't want to be political at all with this. But this is kind of like a real life example of of panic that happened when Pearl Harbor was bombed. You know, the U.S. set up you know internment camps. They weren't like concentration camps that the Nazis set up, but Japanese people were gathered up and put in these camps. Yeah. If you were a, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say this, and obviously it's a terrible thing, but if you're a white American, back when World War II happened, you looked heavily down upon anybody of an Asian descent.
1: And or looked it, it, at them suspiciously. Right, it, yeah. and, but
0: you panicked, too, when you saw them. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you could sit there and... And, you know, say whatever you wanted to to them and there's nothing they could do because they're the enemy because they're the enemy. And, yeah. and they could be Chinese who are, were fighting the Japanese at the <laughs> right. time, but they were the enemy because they look different. They look different you, yeah. and people panicked. Yeah. So, you know, so that's like a real life. I mean, we still go through that shit today. Yeah. You know, that shit's happening and it's unfortunate and it's unfortunately going to happen Till the end of mankind. Probably the best thing for it to to solve would be aliens be introduced so we could turn our hate to aliens.
1: This is exactly what I was just about to say is if aliens showed up, I think there's two things that could possibly happen. One, like the negative way of looking at things would be mankind would just descend into complete fucking anarchy. We'd be even more divided than we are now and the aliens would have a very easy time just wiping us out. The more positive way to look at things would be...
0: Independence Day.
1: All of us as human beings would realize, oh, all of our petty fucking squabbles down here are really dumb and pointless in the face of utter extinction of our species from some other advanced civilization. Let's drop all of our differences... And band together and try and figure this fucking thing out. And defend other human beings because they're other human beings. Not right, because own kind. they're black or Asian or Hispanic or what right. the fuck Muslim ever. or Whatever Christian. Whatever the stupid differences that right. we've been fighting about for who knows how long.
0: Since we exist. Yeah.
1: You know? Like, that is my... You know, if you... If you Think about some sort of a science fiction story about aliens showing up. Like that's the most hopeful outlook of the like Independence of that story. Day, where yeah. we all we band together, band together, together and fight off. Aliens. We, we like, find a new enemy. How how unifying would that be? I you mean, know, for mankind, like for it would be the first time in the history of our species that we actually cooperated together well, towards and, one common goal.
0: And I was going to say, it would be the first time in history that you know. For some reason, it's in our nature to, to be violent. It's in the human nature to be violent and to disagree and to argue and to fight. So ever since mankind, I mean, tell me a, a point in history where there wasn't a war going on. any Anywhere on the earth. You know, maybe Antarctica never had a war, but maybe the emperor penguins were fighting, you know, poor <laughs> bears and seals. But in the human race, from my knowledge of history, there has... Always been a conflict. There has never been a point in time where people on this earth have all gotten together.
1: So Yeah, no, it's basically been since one caveman picked up a rock and hit another caveman over the head. We've been fighting. Right. Since then. <laughs> and then they like,
0: separated in different tribes yeah. and they'd fight and then yeah. they would break up in their own tribes and then yeah. they all fight. It's, it's and been then, happening forever. So I would think people. if there was an alien here, one one of two things, you know, like you, countries could try and persuade them to become an ally, and say, yeah, right. we'll, we'll work with you towards your goal. Yeah, You know, and you just help us. We'll, we'll wipe out the rest of the world for you. You do what you want, as long but as you, you leave you us alone. As long as you are friends with us, yeah. Right. Or it becomes, you know, like you said, the world bands together because people finally realize, okay, because you look different, you sound different, you know, you have different beliefs. There is a threat to humanity. And it's one of those things, like, you know, it's mind-boggling. I mean, if an alien, sh- you know, of ship showed up over Earth, I'd just sit here and go, well, I'm not going to work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to crack open the, the whiskey, and I'm just I'm going to pull up a chair outside, and I'm just going to lay outside and watch, and, and, and watch what happens. Yeah. And if a laser beam comes down and scoops me up, and I become a prisoner in space, I mean, hey, it might be pretty cool or it might be terrible.
1: So there's this... Uh There's this movie that came out recently with Gerard Butler called Greenland, and it's all about like this asteroid that's coming towards Earth that's a planet killer, basically. Like, if it hits, if it's going to wipe out all life on Earth. And like, the movie's very entertaining. It's very action packed. It's very fun to watch Gerard Butler, like, figure out how to try and save his family and all this kind of stuff. But it was one thing I was thinking about, kind of relating to what you were just talking about, which is all these people, like, everyone all over the globe fucking panics and is just like trying to figure out what to do and how to hunker down and survive this thing and it's like listen man it's gonna hit and wipe out all life on earth there's fucking nothing you can do about it right. so dig your bunker just deep crack open a beer and just watch it hit
0: what are you gonna do it's, it's kind of like what in, are you uh, gonna do it's kind of like on Rogue One when they're on the beach and yeah. they go to fucking <laughs> blow up the planet Yeah, and they both look at each other and are like well, yeah, man. Well, this is it, Let's I guess. Just give each other a hug. Yeah. And, you know, boom, all the planet got blown up. Yeah. There it is. That's I the mean, end of it.
1: Like, if that's going to happen, if a fucking alien spaceship shows up and they have a gun that can blow us up with like one blast. I'm, I'm
0: cracking open Dude, a whiskey it's and over. It like,
1: what is the point of like scurrying to the grocery store and buying a bunch of food and trying to get into a bunker somewhere? They're going to incinerate the planet. Right. It's over, man. Just crack <laughs> open some beer.
0: Right. And fucking. Enjoy your last few seconds on Earth. Tell the you know? people <laughs> that you love, hey, <laughs> like, I love you. And like, well, this is it. I'm going out on top, and then yeah. we wake up hungover the next day, and the aliens are, you know, picking you up, and you're like, what happened? They're like, well, we just, we're here to help. Yeah, like, <laughs> hey, actually, we're here to help. <laughs> I missed work. And they're like, yeah, we talked to your boss. He, he's okay. He's okay, <laughs> okay with you uh, missing work today. It's like,
1: fuck. Yeah, man, it's a, it's a fun thing to talk about fucking aliens, dude.
0: I mean, I just can't wait until I like, catch one.
1: Oh, you're personally going to catch one? Please call me if you catch one. Or don't... Go, actually, don't call me. I'm gonna send go me, fishing. like, a fucking letter or something. I don't just know. Send you,
0: like, a Snapchat of me and him. Like, I'm going to be his co-pilot in the spaceship. Dude, we're going on a joyride! Where are you? I don't fucking know. We just flew by Mars, You're going to have to
1: buy a burner phone and or call me from a payphone if you can even find a payphone.
0: Zach, by the way, I couldn't find a payphone here on, you know, Pluto. We are just filling up with gas. Um... So the government might might track this phone number to you. Yeah. So, uh
1: cut about- to me sitting in my living room with the FBI and just being like, "Where is he?" I'm like, "He said Pluto." I don't know what he to said.
0: Do with Pluto, that, and so. he said they were going far. <laughs> you hear like a knock on the door. Like, is it him? And I'm like, "Dude, you've got to open the door. I've got loads to tell you. We've got to do a podcast." Nah, dude. That would- if I ever were to be abducted by aliens, I would try and cooperate so much so where I could be like, dude. I don't give a shit about what you guys want from me. I'll give you anything. But can we do some cool shit while I'm here with you? Like,
1: yeah, just show me some awesome. Show shit. Show me some cool. Before shit. you not like, before you inevitably, to me, inevitably like, like, like take me apart and dissect me for right, a study, or like eat me or something. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> let me do like, let's go do some cool shit. Like, let me fly a UFO or something, or like be in one and maybe like, but like we're not giving this hairless monkey the keys to our fucking spaceship. <laughs> they they just look around like, is this guy fucking real? Is this guy serious? first we're not going to eat you asshole we're trying to save you save me from what? I was born and raised down there like yeah, you see what happens down there but yeah it's been going on for a thousand years like, we save exactly. everyone we're That's trying to save problem. everyone I'm like well, why did you just pick one person up? they're like our spaceships just can't carry Americans you all are so fat and we're like oh nice I knew I shouldn't eat eaten those donuts they're like yeah we had to wait like eight years to pick your fat ass up it's like <laughs> All right, you guys could be a little nicer to me. You're like, shout out to Weight Watchers. <laughs> shout out to Weight Watchers. And they're like, yeah, so about Weight Watchers. Um, you need to go on something stronger than like that. <laughs> it's like, fucking dickhead, just leave me down on earth next time.
1: Well, um, <clears throat> I am out of shit to talk about.
0: I mean, I, we could keep rambling we, on. Yeah, but it's could. one of those, like, it'll take, like, ten years for us to f- truly figure this out. Yeah,
1: I think for the next time we do a random episode, if you want... We can do like many worlds
0: theory. Yeah, I type think we stuff. can do that. I think that would we'll be fun come in because, with more uh, research. Yeah, I'll,
1: I'll do some more research. I'm like legitimately going to take some notes and stuff because I always i'll i'll be googling shit randomly, be reading stuff and go, wow, that's crazy, and then I inevitably forget all the shit I learned, and then I have to re google it. So what I'm going to do is do a bunch of research, write down a bunch of notes, and then we can come in with some shit prepared because it really is one of the most fascinating. Like thought experiments oh, yeah. to think about, it just is utterly fascinating. It's just like it's well, like
0: and having Interstellar is one of like <clears throat> both our favorite movies. That I mean, that has to do with like the quantum realm and quantum physics and yeah. everything because he's in, you know, he's in the fifth dimension. Yeah, that humans created. Like, yeah, you, we'll you, save you it. Go but,
1: way down the rabbit hole.
0: But yeah, I'm I'm a hundred percent down for something like that.
1: All right, I think we should cue that one up. So. If anyone has enjoyed listening to this podcast, we did do a podcast prior to this all about space. So we touched on a lot of the same stuff, just not as much alien stuff. Right, Um, And we kind of went over some of our favorite space movies and all that kind of stuff. And if you like these similar conversations, we're going to do another one coming up soon about... Quantum physics and the many worlds theory, because that'll be fun to talk about.
0: Well, you have someone that works in finance and another one that's yeah. a software engineer <laughs> yeah. talking about this shit.
1: Someone who knows literally nothing about it. We're gonna, and has we're done gonna make barely a disclaimer on that one yeah. and be
0: like we are uh, complete amateurs that just want to talk about something interesting. Exactly. Exactly.
1: So I mean I think it's good to keep throwing these type of episodes into our series our brackets, of podcasts. Our yeah. To so the just brackets podcast because I think, um, you know, as much as we love sitting around talking about movies, like, believe me, I could talk about movies every episode. I'm sure people get kind of sick of that type of stuff. So, we're going to keep just coming up with random stuff to talk about. I mean, there's plenty of topics out there to discuss. And I think these Fantasy are... Fantasy football starting these,
0: here in, like, f- six months. <laughs> yeah, oh so, boy, we're going to we get go. those episodes rolling probably tomorrow. I, I, think, uh,
1: I think these type of episodes are more fun because they're a lot more free form and we're not really right. we're not beholden to like okay here we are we're going through the it's bracket an open Here's discussion. yeah we're just talking and just having a discussion which is one of the main reasons if anyone's listened to you know like our introductory podcast for this whole th- series is one of the reasons Matt and I wanted to do this is just to sit and have Talk. interesting Shoot conversations yeah and this is this podcast platform allows us the opportunity and an excuse to just sit down and do exactly that just we're, talk about we're
0: something. trying to build you a podcast library that you can just browse through
1: just browse
0: and and find whatever you want to browse it through the topics whether it's football or some basketball or yeah. space or aliens or the yeah. ocean we just want to yeah throw random shit out there and yeah. enjoy and you know what this and, is
1: this is the type of stuff that we're always talking about it with our friends anyway, and we figured we might as well sit down and record
0: this type of stuff because our fun. friends are lame and never want to come do this shit with us, so exactly and they will never know that I said that because they never listen because they never <laughs> listen so they're not
1: real friends <laughs> so anyway, I think with that we'll we'll wrap this up unless you have any no flat, uh, final thoughts on on the topic.
0: no, uh, just thanks again for the. The listens and the support, um, you know, like we've said every time, you know, we're on Facebook, Podbean, Instagram, uh, pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a review. You know, make a burner account. We don't care. Shoot us an email at justsomebrowsing at gmail.com. Give us ideas, you know. We're open, obviously. Anything that's not political or like a downer type conversation, we're open. Yeah, I think Um, we're
1: basically up for any suggestions to talk about that doesn't include. I think politics is the only thing that we're we're not talking about.
0: And if you want a political discussion, give us a straight topic so that we can not be like going down extreme political rabbit holes. But, you know, we're here. Give us some ideas. Definitely. Uh, You know, like we said, we love your support. We love... You know, having you guys listen to us, um, you know, in all of our episodes. So tell us what you want to hear. You know, we're here to to give you guys what you want. And, you know, we're open to talk about anything. We're, we're both very intelligent life forms <laughs> that can... Uh, Earthbound,
1: carbon-based <laughs> life forms. That
0: can discuss anything. Um, so, yeah, just, you know, with th- thanks for your support. And um, we'll be back uh, next week with uh, who knows what. So... Yeah. Look forward to an episode coming out probably next week at the same round. Yep. Same around well, time. The same around time after I call it ourselves intelligence. Yeah, Well, time. sometimes
1: we can't talk, but, you know, it's only, we're only hosting a, a completely audio. It's because we're human. Entertainment We would be perfect.
0: <laughs> right, exactly.
1: Yeah. So we'll try and keep uh, pumping out episodes every week. Um, I know we've had a couple times in the last couple months where we've taken like two weeks off um, just because things got busy and stuff, but. It always seems like it's been ten years if we take more than a week off. I always, I'm happy to see Matt's smiling face and his shiny bald dome
0: that got sunburnt on Sunday when uh, <laughs> we shot probably zero of eighty-five from the free throw line as a collective. Yeah, but Zach and I won the two v two game, so Woo-hoo! we beat a twenty-seven-year-old and his fifty-something-year-old father. So right. pretty proud of that. You know, <laughs> and but, my back hurt
1: for two days afterwards. My hip so. yeah, still hurt because I, you know. I'm old, but yeah.
0: <clears throat> but yeah, we'll be back next week. And um, thanks, everybody. Yeah.
1: Till next time.